Once upon a time, the species of man remembered they were royal, divine creations of God. Then one day, in the garden, Satan offered man an illusion of God's truth in the form of an apple. Fruit bore from a tree of false life, false light, and false knowledge coming from a false kingdom that he could only trick man into believing was the truth. Knowing that he could not take our free will choice from us, he was forced to create a matrix powered by our life force and driven by our emotionally unstable choices that would become the sole disconnect from our memories, our truth, and the one true God. The result of his action and man's choices left them as voluntary hostages to a hell they never knew they signed up for. So join us in the last hour as we help you walk yourself back out of the hell you were tricked into claiming as home return to the kingdom of heaven. What up? Playing the drums. Even though there's no drums, it's true. Man, this- even when it goes, when that, that part just hits, I'm like, I'm just, I'm in it. <laughs> Shout out to Jeff again. <laughs> yeah, seriously, bro. You nailed that intro for us. Thank you so much. Yes. All right, let's get into it. So just recap real quick. On our last episode, we were talking about the last things about the angelic self. So by this point, you guys should pretty much be able to tell. I, I say that, say that you should be able to tell, should. but it takes experience and time for these things to really solidify themselves inside of you for you to actually gain the depth of what is being said here because you can take every word we say at surface level that's the thing about words is like they give us the surface level of the words that are spoken and god gives us the depth of it the truth of it so when you are only listening from the surface level of what they gave you with no walk with god then you don't get the depth of it so when someone is speaking the same word as you, you could be talking on that surface level and I could use the same language as you, but what I'm saying does not mean what you're saying. And therefore we're not going to have any kind of clear communication going on there. (laughs) It's two different perceptions, two different meanings of what everyone's thinking. She could say one thing and I hear one, one aspect of it. I say one or, and then someone else sitting here, here's what you say completely. Here's a different aspect. It's, it's all based on your experiences, your perceptions, your, your level you were, of perception. Yeah, yeah, the way you were brought brought up, because we all have different experiences, we all have different ways of thinking. But yeah, it's just an interesting way to look at how all of us could have hear the same thing and completely interpret it differently. It's just it just goes to show how separated we are. <laughs> well, they did that on purpose. Yeah, because usually with- we should just be able to know exactly what you're saying to the core of us not through words well we would we would if they had not disconnected us from god yeah that was the plan yeah and created you know all these different english languages if you guys don't know this that are listening you the language that you were taught in school was the slave language of english they only teach you that so that you cannot know the depth of the word and speak from your power they there's regular english you learn in school There's English legalese and there's sovereign English and sovereign English is what you learn when you walk with God. He gives you the lingo. You don't have to study nothing except him and yourself. (laughs) It's all breaking down or broken down until like it's um, 
the etymology. So if you look at the symbol or not the symbols, but like the uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? The syllables and all the words, like for example, like entertainment, right? You break those words based upon the syllables. Um, and they all have different meanings. And that's where they hide the the truth of what that words actually mean. But because we've been so disconnected, we don't put that together. We don't look at the etymology of it. We just look at that. Oh, it just means this because everybody else interprets it. The dictionary said so or Google search. But like at the same time, like every word has multiple. We all know this. Like there's multiple words in the English language that have that we all say, but they're all different meanings. And and that's where the disconnect comes in, because if you look at like religious texts and whatnot, People take, and I think we mentioned this in a different podcast, like they'll take what's being said on a text that was written 1400 years ago and try to translate it into what things mean today. And the words and, and the intentions behind when the words were created or written down were not are not the same, like the, uh, the understanding well, no, of them. No, well, here's the, the difference in that is when they are written, it doesn't matter what time they're written, if they're written from inspiration of God and he's speaking through them, the words will never change meaning. No matter what time well, line yeah. we're on or what yeah, no. point in time. And what I'm saying is that man now is taking the front aspect of it and not the surface hearing. level. They're not yeah. they're not able to connect to the the depth of it. Yeah. So they're seeing the word that's being used in, in these texts and they're just like, Well, I'm gonna take that as what it means today. And that's how it's being used. So that's what it means and that's how we're gonna interpret it. So and it, and it ruins how everything. And by today, what he's meaning is what they taught world. you to believe it meant, not yeah. that that today is different than then. Yeah, the the, the indoctrination of it, because all of us the vocabulary has been completely manipulated over time. So it's not even nothing means what it means. Everything's fake. Everything's and it spells. A lie. It spells. That's like like yeah. spelling. <laughs> they tell you in school already that you are casting spells, but no one connects the dots. No one really hears what's actually being said to them. One, because you're usually desensitized from God, from depth or truth. So you have a veil already between you and what's being said directly to you like it's bouncing off of your veil therefore you can't hear it like we talk about in the construct class yeah how everybody has all these different beliefs that are all lies <laughs> that are surrounding them and they can't really hear the truth of what you know things are because it just goes right off of that veil that's it- why two people can be standing there talking to each other and they can't hear each other because they're literally their words are only hitting each other's veil. They're not getting through to the soul. Mm. Well, I was going to say, what's well, all you said it's magic. That, that goes down to the quantum aspect of what everything is. It's all frequency. So if you think about it, a thought is a frequency, right? When you think of something, <clears throat> you could, there's, there's a technology that can literally measure the amplitude of your thoughts. So it actually causes a ripple in the world. Like it can affect everything just by you thinking a certain way. So now take that aspect and look at when you speak, when you speak, your vocal cords are vibrating, they're opening and closing, they're shaking, they're, they're, they're releasing a tone. And that way that tone comes out is how you project it, how loud it is. You can control the, the, how loud or low something is or, or quiet. And you can also project the, the role of it with your tongue with the way your mouth is like you it's all 
an amazing piece of work if you literally think about it. Like people don't look at this stuff. They take it for granted. Like, oh yeah, I can just, I can just talk like this. Or but I if can you just look breathe. at the, yeah, but if you look at like how it all works and how you don't have to think about this, your body just knows what to do. Like imagine if somebody didn't know how to learn, to, didn't know how to talk and didn't know how to use any part of their vocal cords. And they had to actually focus on how to control that. You know how hard that would be? It's like trying to get a, a paralyzed and, person to walk again. And like, do you know, it's a mind-muscle connection. And do you know how, and my muscle connection is very important in everything, but do you know how grateful that being would be? Yeah. That had to go through that? If they understood what it's like to not have that, yeah. you'd appreciate it more. And you'd and, be very careful what you'd say because you understood that I took a lot of time to get to here. And- you understand the energy. It takes a lot of like when you're going through something, if a paralyzed person is trying to walk, it takes a lot of energy to get up and, and to move. Like you have to really, it's a mental work and it's physical work and it becomes exhausting. So you start to become gratitude. You have a lot of gratitude for the things that you do and purposeful, intentful in yep. every action, every word, all those things, because you don't want to waste your time and your life force any longer. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't go around having a bad time or you'd be careful or uh, you'd be spewing out negative negativity and all the things you went through just to get to it. You'd be like in your in your life, you'd be super grateful. You would be careful with the things you'd say. You would take the time to give the people that that you think deserve your words the right thing that they may need to hear. Like you would say it with love. You would say it with the right intention. And like, saying something with love, just so I can interject right here, because people think that when someone says something with love, it's that they enable them to continue their behavior and they're nice to them. No. no, saying something with love means that when someone sees you doing something detrimental to you, they're going to tell you the truth and they're not going to care about your feelings. Your feelings are the last thing they care about because they need you to see yourself. They need you to realize what you're doing to yourself. So, but any, anyway, it's just the people don't, the, nobody actually thinks about this shit. Like nobody looks at the, the frequency, the chords, how it all affects the world. Like it's the, the, the all of it ripples, dude. The little things become the big things. They add up to the big things. And that's the part that humanity is missing. Our mankind is missing yeah. is that they don't pay attention to the little things to even see how the big things could be constructed they they have distracted them from those little things like we've talked about before something as simple as making our bed or picking up behind ourselves or you know like if i needed to walk from one side of the house to the other and i left all these things in my path well guess what happens i become an obstacle to myself and i fall yep. but had i cleaned up that path I would have had no obstacle. It would have been smooth sailing from one side of the house to the other. Zoom out and imagine that with your whole life now. You're trying to get from one, from alpha to omega. How much shit are you going to throw in your path that's going to become an obstacle and a, a moment of suffering for yourself? Or are you going to take the action to clear that path so that you are just smooth sailing, as we said? Yep. So. But now that we're on the topic of frequency, we want to get into the, the higher and lower triggers. I love how we went there without actually trying to go there. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking down at the, the, the slide and I saw the frequency. I was like, oh, that's, that's great. We're talking about frequency. But yeah, we're, we're going to go into the frequency of your high, the, the triggers of your higher and lower self and how to um, be able to know which one's which. Because a lot of people get triggered and they automatically assume it's a bad thing. Like, 
oh no, like I've been triggered. You're you're causing this to me. It's, yeah, oh, fuck you're, you. Yeah. Like, you're the problem. Like you're the one that's causing all my trauma. It's like, no, they're triggering you because that's something you gotta you gotta find within yourself. What where does that trigger come from? Nobody actually goes and just thinks. But we're, I'm triggered because of this. Hold on, before we get to the triggers, because we have something else to go over before we get there. Remember? The emotional. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna probably. Well, I have it on the slide, so I just completely forgot. Yeah. All right. So the first thing when we're talking about the frequency, we we wanted to go into the emotional body a little bit more because everything has, everything we say goes into crazy amount of more depth than it actually is. Like, so if it sounds repetitive. It's because we, we dig deeper into the subject and we try to bring you back out. So it's like we're going in and then we're going out. And then you're like, whoa, that was crazy. That was a crazy trip. Okay, I got it. I'm here. I'm back. That's basically what it is. But all right. So we talked about in the beginning of the podcast and we were going over our frequency and how, you know, when you come into your journey of ascension, you are in chaos. Your frequency is all over the place. It looks bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> a bipolar roller coaster and there's you know big highs and big lows and there's never a consistent Straight balance path. to it and once you have ascended and you have noticed all those things that take you into those emotional and unstable places then you can minimize that until you get back to what do we talk about all the time the center that center line you need to be on. That's the narrow path. That's walking in alignment with God. So what was it? Uh, you said the highs and the lows center path. Okay. So the more heightened your, your perception, the more like, okay. So when I say the higher your perception, that means the deeper the depth is of your, your ability to comprehend it. Uh, your experiences, like we were talking about surface level versus depth. So the higher your perception, the more cleansed your soul and the less chaotic that it is. And when I say cleansed your soul, I'm meaning you have pulled the darkness up to recognize it and shined the light over it so that it doesn't have any more power over you or anyone else because your darkness will try to take power over other people if you do not control that shit. Yep. Not just your, it's not just going to try and control you. That's what darkness is. So you purging and cleansing your soul is to bring the darkness up, recognize it, shining the light on it is in the midst of that recognition and the work. So when you recognize it, that's all God asks besides, you know, fixing your behavior. Recognizing it is how you fix it. It's like being in an AA meeting. Like you stand up and you're like, well, uh -huh, I... I am the problem. I know I have a problem. Like you can't fix something that you don't know that you have. It's just like, you can't leave a room. I was the post I made a couple of days ago where I was like, I trigger the things inside of you, your darkness to the surface. I let, I make you aware of the hell that you have been walking in all the flames that have been burning you. I make you aware of them so that you can recognize it and leave it. Cause you yeah. can't leave a realm that you don't recognize that you're in. So if none of you knew that you were literally burning in hell right now, physically, just cause you can't see it with your flesh eyes because they've deceived you does not mean you're not there. So it takes you being shown the hell you're in for you to be able to leave it. Cause yeah. your first step is recognition of it. 
I was gonna say this you're is, not gonna this, leave something if you don't know it's, that you. That this you is something. There. This is something that it's actually really annoying to see because everyone is out there right now. There's gurus. There's people of the love and light community that are just trying to. They think you can get through this and ascend by just being completely nice and passive. Passive, right? And just what have look we said? At the, like the post I said to you earlier, where I was like, I only focus on the things that make me feel good. Everything else doesn't exist. Yeah. Just because I I believe it doesn't exist in my delusion does not mean that it doesn't exist and does not mean it's not going to affect me. Yeah. And tolerance is, it's, it's, it's toxic. You can't sit there and just think, oh, I, I want to ascend into this higher realm and I'm going to do it by just holding crystals and taking baths and showering and like all this water, all this stuff. Like what? You said crystals and that mm, no i was saying the ascension that what you're talking about they're telling everybody you're ascending up when you tolerate things when you tolerate and allow like you have you you've heard this you've seen this like we need more tolerance we need more love we we need more compassion for these I issues mean, and all that i've seen that it's, but i know i'm not saying you have but it's the underlying it's out there. thing that everyone thinks they, they got you brainwashed into thinking all of you that are in that awake community that when you do those things you're rising but the reality of the situation is that you're falling. You're tolerating. You're 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 going. You think you're going this way, but the things you allow and don't call out tether you. They keep you stuck. And this is the part that annoys me: is that everyone's trying to be super nice, and that they think that heaven's gonna just come. This new earth that everyone's talking about is like, oh yeah, it's gonna be the love and light. Everyone's gonna be great. Just keep working on yourself and just keep your amp your energy high. Like. Those are very broad things to say. Like nobody talks about the, what the, the actual work is, the, the entire the, process the, the of dark it. Dark internal work because people call it different things. They call it the demons. They call it your shadow, shadow work. work. They call it like they call it different things. But and that stuff's not pretty. You're, yes, you are supposed to work on yourself. That you are supposed to call it. And we always say you are the most important aspect of this whole world. If you don't fix yourself, then how could you fix the world? But I also talk about how we're all the protector, the guardians of this realm. And you can't be a protector if you tolerate things. Like you have to be a warrior. You have to literally stand up when you have to and pick call something out when it is not doing morally righteous. Yeah. Like you can't just sit there and just not say anything. You have to call out that shit and trigger whatever or whoever is in front of you to realize the things that they're doing. Because if they're just constantly being, if they're surrounded by people who are just always nice and they never say the, the things they really mean to say because, you know, they don't want to hurt their feelings. They don't want to lower their vibration. They want to keep everything, you know, just positive. And we, we're here for you. You can grow. Like, that's a toxic environment. I'm sorry. It's a good environment for somebody that may be emotionally unstable, but... At, no, this, even, at the same even, token, even in emotional instability, because every, that person needs some people, to hear it. but at the, there is that the concept of like some people need to hear like if if we go about the way that we talk like and we are super passionate and we are like energized like you can't be doing this blah 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 we're not yelling at them we're just like trying to get them to see themselves but they they interpret it as yelling so like somebody like that might have to be talked to differently said the same thing but coming from a Hey man, you know you're really just like you know fucking up. Instead of like, yo, you're fucking fucking up. You're you're crazy. No, like, that, it's the that, it's a... the tone that sometimes people will instantly block out. But it's at the same token, it's the things that snap you out that wake you up faster. 
right? I can I say I per. I, you know me. I'm gonna be direct and blunt. No, I don't care. I'm gonna and say that, it. <laughs> your way is honestly, it's more effective. Yes, it's gonna trigger you, and yes, emotions are gonna definitely you have rise faster. Witnessed it be more effective. How many people have you seen well, that? If you try to be nice to and be like, look, this is what you're doing. And they keep circling back to the same bullshit over and over again. I finally got tired of having my time wasted with people. Yeah. And now I'm direct and blunt, even if it's the first time that I've met you, because you're not going to waste my time and I'm not going to waste your time. And I'm not going to sit here and watch you waste your time either. And the, the other group of people that would understand this, even if they're not like knowing anything about this is sports players. So I was going to talk about my experience with football and yeah. sports. I'm sorry, but the way everything was done when I was playing football in college, it's not, hey, man, it's okay. You know, we'll get back around. Just get back into the play and give it your best. It's like, what the fuck, Tyler? You're not supposed to get that guy. You didn't get him. You messed up. And it's like, shit. Fuck. You're right. And it gets on you, right? It's, And everybody understands sport. Everyone's cool with that when it's sports, when it's something athletic, when it's physically demanding work but for raising up your fucking higher self and becoming angelic it's and not leaving you can't your do hell it. you can't do it yeah you're, you're affecting my feelings you're like, offending me yeah use that language in sports see how long you fucking last you won't the last war- one day in practice but here's, ever. The, here's the thing the warriors that god has been sending me you know to align with and you know what i'm talking about i'm not yeah. going into it here but they all are like Keep fucking saying this to me. Keep reminding me of this shit. They Thank you for kicking it. me in the ass. You know why? Because I thank myself for kicking my own self in the ass and not dealing. I was having a cyber, this conversation with Isaiah earlier because he he came up and to me and immediately was trying to throw excuses into his own head about his own capability. And I was like, dude, don't fall for your own mind's bullshit. <laughs> like it's going to be the first one to screw you over. Do yeah, not fall for time. it. <laughs> Another thing that uh, the other people would understand is not just sports, but military. And we've said this yeah. before, but there is order because everybody is always checking themselves. Why? Because they don't want their sergeant coming to them. You want the not fuck? Just that. Push no, no, no. They it, want, they don't want that, but it's, they need to, if they take care of themselves, it, everybody around them gets the benefit of that. Everybody and wins. Here's the thing is when I was trained, even though I wasn't in a, well, I was in a life or death situation, it was treated as such. And when you're in the military there and you're on the battlefield, you're out there doing something. Sarge, my feelings. Though. You don't have time <laughs> for error and lack of efficiency and carelessness and, and lack emotional, of consideration, emotional, emotional instability. Yep. There is no room for any of these things on the table because it literally could cost someone their life. Yep. And every single day, every action you take is either costing you or someone else their life. You are being, you are either being collateral damage or you're creating collateral damage. Yep. You're either being a liability or creating a liability. That was one thing. It went <laughs> when they locked me in the mental hospital. <laughs> There's a story behind There's that. There's a total story about <laughs> yeah, that. It's not, she's not crazy. Yeah, I'm not at all, but it's fucking funny. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's crazy. Yeah. But crazy I've for lost God. my mind in the world. <laughs> lost the matrix mind. Anyway. They were trying to, there was this little class and I hope one day that the guy that told me that he would never let me speak again in there, hears this <laughs> because they were talking about, um, it being someone else's fault. Like 
they what did we were say creating, the very first fucking yeah, episode yeah. everything is your fault <laughs> yes and they were creating liabilities and dudes like when i'm when i tell you i was sitting there and having to give advice to these people who were holding me hostage in this place while sitting on my bed in the middle of the night asking me for life advice about their their stupid shit and i'm sitting here like how does this even make any sense <laughs> how does i'm this the fun? one in the loony bin and y'all are asking me for help yeah. so anyway they're they're doing this class and i have to endure this shit and i'm sitting here talking or listening to what he's saying and and everybody is answering from their victimhood. And I, I finally, I'm sitting here like this and I have my hand over my mouth because I'm about to go off. <laughs> and I'm just like, I stuck my hand up because you got to raise your hand. You're in class. <laughs> I raised my hand and I start speaking. Everyone shut up. The teacher came to me after and he goes, look, I know what you're saying is true, but I cannot tell them that. And I'm like, what? What do you mean you can't tell them that? Censorship. He said, he said, I am not allowed to tell them that they are the cause of their problems because I will lose my job. That's I like have to make them liabilities. That's what that's what therapists are. They're not supposed to tell you that you're your own problem. You so, have to figure that out for yourself. So when he told me. Monetized right there. Yeah. Man. When he told me that he could not say that, I'm like, cool, I'll say it. I'll do it for you. <laughs> I will be that person. So I start raising my voice like not in a like yelling but i mean like standing up and speaking the truth and not just because i'm in this place like gonna cower down and listen to the shit and after the after that people started feeling empowered in there and started feeling like they were gonna you know look in the mirror at themselves and not just become customers and returning repeat to the same patterns over and over again mm -hmm. and i shit you not he tells me i i raise my hand and I was about to debunk some more shit. And he's like, I'm not, you're not speaking in here anymore. I can't, I can't let you speak in here. Too much truth. Oh. You, you're making, you're going to make me lose my, my job. But yeah. when you were saying all that, that made me have the realization. And I mean, I'm, I've known this, but you know, I don't think I said it, but, and people probably under, people know this, but the people that play the biggest victim usually have the most to hide. So go look at today's world and go see. Look in your own reality. Go see right now. Yeah, specific. I mean, we've all played victim and then we've hide, we, depending on the whatever we hide it is, you know, we project it. Whatever we're hiding, we project it as on the victim. Go look at what types of, what groups of people say they're the victim in history and play that and make laws based upon their victimhood. Yeah. We need to control all of you guys. You know, they made because laws. I don't feel good anymore. They have laws for the bit for the people that have been deemed the victims throughout history. Why do you need laws to protect victims? Vic everything is your own fault. So if you are a victim, you probably have something to hide. You're not telling the truth. You are projecting something that you do not want to admit. You you create laws to protect yourself from ever having to tell the truth. Because if you lose the victimhood, then you're just like everybody else. You're not important anymore. That's what you think. You don't, you'll think the world doesn't think you're important yeah. anymore. Yeah. That's what they want. When people play the victim, they want everyone else to care. 
That's like when you. That's when they sway your emotions. So go look at. I'm not gonna say who or what. Dude, go do your fucking research and go see who plays the business, who plays victims in this world, and then go look at the history because all of it's a lie. The same thing goes with people wanting, with the hospital. There's something wrong with me. Look at me. There's something wrong with me because they've groomed you to be in that space because they got you to distract yourself from even knowing your soul or doing something with yourself. So you're like, oh, well, I'm having surgery this week. You know, give me some energy towards that. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm back in the hospital. Need some more energy. <laughs> like you, I used to be that person, dude. That's why I'm calling it out and laughing at it because I know it firsthand. <laughs> Chris Rock, do you go to sleep at night and wake up in the morning? Oh my God, like that. I have that. I need that pill. <laughs> you probably got this sickness then. It's fucking advertising. Do you inhale oxygen and release carbon dioxide? <laughs> like, that's me. That's me. <laughs> I got an issue. <laughs> They're always looking for something to think that there's something wrong with them. They want to blame something else. Nobody wants to take fault at anything that they do. They'd rather say, cancer got me. No, it wasn't cancer. Uh, that person over there, the black person, the white person, the Asian person, the colored person over there, it's their fault. <laughs> they did it to me. <laughs> Douchebag. It was my teacher. She yelled at me. She called me fat. It's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's her fault that I've become 1,200 pounds. <laughs> I didn't get this job. Uh, it's my, it's the employer's fault. <laughs> <laughs> It's easy to point the fucking fingers. It's so fucking easy because it, 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 you don't it, have to change yourself. Once, once you get into alignment, though, and you see how things actually work when you're walking with God, you can't even, you would laugh at yourself for even going towards blaming someone we else. We do this shit. We call it, we, like, whenever, we, <laughs> I do it. I, I, I'm completely sarcastic. I know it's complete <laughs> bullshit. I'm just like, well, you just don't care about me. Like, <laughs> obviously, it's your fault. Like, I keep <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfect. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm playing just this the is, same dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, this is our skit all the time. We because we understand, like we all know, we're we're just bullshitting. Nobody's actually feeling this way. It's just, it's just <laughs> funny because it keeps things interesting. <laughs> oh my face hurts. Sarcasm <laughs> is a massive part in our life. It oh, has it kept is. Things alive because it's just the world. The world is a joke. Everything's a joke. Like, and if you can't look at it like that, you're you take life way too seriously. Like my it God, is, it fucking... is a joke. It's a joke of how it's run. <laughs> it's a joke that anybody takes it fucking serious. Like it is serious in the aspect of, you know, we're in hell. We got to fucking fix that, but it's our own damn fault. <laughs> what <laughs> I mean, what I mean by take it serious is that you take the world serious. And for all of you <laughs> world status, saviors out there, the this, I got to say this, Quit trying to save the fucking world. It does not need saving. It does not need to be participated with anymore. Yeah, we don't. There's That's no the global difference. warming. There's like, no humanitarian no. crisis. Like it's, no, I'm saying like people <laughs> say we need to save the world, but they don't understand what they're saying. You're talking about saving a matrix, and then you say, "Well, the system is broken." No, honey, the system is not broken. They built it specifically to operate how it is. So FYI, newsflash, there's nothing broken about it. It's operating perfectly fine as it was created to you know operate. The only difference is, is that now you're feeling some type of way because you're becoming aware of what it is. The only thing you need to do is step away from that world and not 
try to fix it. You don't fix what's broken. You build something different. And so that's what God's trying to do is get us to build his kingdom and quit spinning our wheels and wasting our time even giving that world an ounce of energy. Because when we give it our energy, that means we give it our life force, means it's draining our life force and feeding it the fuel that it needs to survive. You know that they, the people that, there's movies where they depict the bat, like there's people that are trying to change the world are the ones that are the bad guys. You notice that? Oh, they villainize anybody. And the people that, that are just... the good guys are the ones that are trying to maintain the matrix. Like nobody looks at it that. There's like, oh, there's people trying to destroy the world, blah, blah, blah. But they obviously put some sort of, they That's make the bad guy. They think they got, hold on. They got the image of the world in their eyes as this planet or flat earth. It doesn't matter which one it is to We're you. going on that topic but, and we're going to interview somebody on that. But what we're saying is the world is the matrix. It's the system and how it operates. The, Don't, the convenience. Earth and world are two different things. Earth is land. World is matrix. So if you can separate those two things, when you hear them talking about save the world or the end of the world, you'll realize that they're fucking terrified of you, of the of their world ending. Yep. So go. Oh, there's a bunch of movies that, they portray the bad guys as crazy, psychotic. They, they, they put subliminal message in it and the things they do in the movie to make it seem like they're the ones that are just absolutely out, outrageous. Go look at the Avengers. Go look at Star Wars. Go look at uh, uh, Superman. Go look at all these superhero movies, things that are dealing with people trying to literally destroy the world and really think about the things that they're doing. Yeah, I don't, con I don't condone killing people. I don't condone mass murder and destruction of the world to, to change it. Like there's ways to go about doing it, but it's the ideology of how the, the concept is all the bad guys in the movies know that the, the world is fucked up. Everything's wrong with it. And because they can't, that nobody's doing anything about it. They take the crazy ones that have no remorse or moral line who will just kill anybody and everybody and they make them the bad guys. They're the ones they're gonna to want to go out and they're gonna take care. They're gonna do Lex Luthor, right? Wants to change the world, but he wants to kill people to do it. Fucking the Avengers. The Avengers want to save the world. And then you've got Thanos, who wants to balance life. But his way of doing that is taking out half the universe. You know what I mean? They they mix it, they fuck it up. But the ideologies, minus the killing, it makes sense. There's an imbalance. There's not structure. It's chaos. And all they want is order. And that they have the immoral tendency. And then to you have the emotionally better. ran Avengers running around trying to save the Matrix. Yep. And they make them <laughs> the good guys because they're trying to save the world. But nobody sees that. Nobody looks at that. They're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be. And they got little kids. I'm going to be Captain America. You mean Captain save... Pedophile? Cap yeah. Well, that's a. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not even going to fucking hold back on She's that right. one. She's right. She's right. <laughs> And a lot of those people are very into satanic rituals. And if you want a big part, like the, off topic, but Avengers has been around for over 12 years since 2008. Thanks to when Iron Man came out. That was a guaranteed con. Like whoever got the roles in those movies was guaranteed a decade of contract. And they use things and like power. that to like they, get pieces of your soul. Like literally those, everybody in the world, knows the Avengers. Those people that played them will forever be known 
for their for their roles in that movie. And now you got to ask yourself, which one of them's lost their soul in the process? You can't. What that's did not a they role. do? What did they have to do to yeah. get that role? What yeah. way did they have to harm something else, especially an innocent child, to get that role? This is yep. not something that. And a lot of these producers are in on it too. And so that's if, who really controls it. It's yeah. The, the so they're not going to let people in their movies that will not participate in their world in in the things that they do. Yep. So birds of a feather flock together. You just got to figure out who's if you can figure out, you know, hey, these people are satanic and they're pedophiles. They sacrifice children, all this stuff. And then you see who flocks to them. You're going to see who else does it, too. It's not the more it's, famous it's you are. so simple to figure the, out. The more famous you are, especially in Hollywood and the music depending, industry. Depending on if you did it to yourself the or most, if they did it for the you. The most publicly pushed, the most, and you can hear it in their words and the lyrics. Like, look at the lyrics that they talk about. Look how far they get. Look how famous, like. The fact that Cardi B and Megan Stallion got a, a Grammy for their song about having sex and straight up being pornographic, like they got it for being women, for being, women empowerment, women were, empowerment. Yeah, that's what you're they got it for. About hell empowerment. That's what. That's all that is. Is they're leading you down the road to hell. They're giving you these people that false idols for, for literally thriving in health they're thriving on the flesh all the things that a demon would love they're amplifying and they're promoting and saying they're they're changing the world they're making people better women empowerment fucking but you see what they do they, they speak these lyrics of just chaos and hell and like drugs and sex and money and drinking and then they they hide and it they, and they put it in then they put it in your face in their music videos which then makes your lower self want to go consume and do the things that they're showing you. And then you emulate and become replicas, program little minions of their agendas push through all of these platforms. And then they have these people that sing these songs and push this agenda, go out and do some nice deeds so that when people see them, like, oh, well, they gave to a charity or wow, they really went to go out and see their fans. Like, they care. And they disguise it as, they're just expressing themselves. It's art. No, it's fucking trash. Garbage. It's a lie. They're manipulating your emotions. How can you sit here talk about talk like, having sex with hoes, drinking, doing lean drugs, yeah, taking nothing Xanax, that is actually and then you go help people in the hospital that are dying and they want to see you for their last witch. Like, or you, you someone... Uh, fans just want to come up and you, you surprise them with money. You surprise them with a, a, a trip. Like you make one person's day, 10 people's day out of the billions that are while here. you drug their souls, millions of people's souls into hell while and they got, got them there. to question their own moral character <laughs> and act out of alignment or, with God. Or they got into the sickness or the, the hell that they've created because they've been listening to your songs and they created. Yeah, this and, whole, and then you're just trying to go there to give them support for <laughs> following you as a, demonic fan so i'm here for you like <laughs> yeah, you're, you're gonna be fine like i'm gonna give really you 10 grand <laughs> i'm really i'm gonna give you 10 grand I, you know your story really inspired me and they're like oh my god i love your music like mm. oh, I, was at the, I was at the club <laughs> it's mass publicized <laughs> look at what this person did for me right, we're getting off topic <laughs> I, I don't even care it's great <laughs> we should do it all the time we'll just take one little thing and be like this is what like spawns a conversation and then <laughs> Just we were supposed to talk it. about the, we didn't even talk about it yet, but no. we hit on the emotional body, which 
So I'm going to go into this slide right now. I'm going to get it. Walking. We're not going to be able to finish it. Yeah, I will. There's two slides and oh, I can run talking. right through them. And that's all. I'm all doing. right. Well, let's go. <laughs> I'm not going number? through all of them. What's slide number? Um, 78. Uh, 78. 78. 78. All okay. right. So. This slide is something that would be normally on the screen here for you to see. You got to take the class, see it. And it's showing a brain and it's got, you know, a little figure pointing towards the frontal lobe of the brain. And what I'm showing in this as I circle that frontal lobe is that that is where your imagination floods you. So we see visions. And it can be with positive thoughts or negative thoughts. Either way, the frontal lobe being flooded is what is trying to trick you into being reality, even though you're not physically experiencing it. You're only experiencing it up here. So that is the not real self. But it wants you to believe that that is the real self. And then you will act from the not real self in the, the illusion and then create a reality that it gives you one of the outcomes that you saw. And then you're like, oh my God, I predicted that to happen. Well, of course you did because you you fed off of that bullshit and then you ran right smack dab into the thing that you fed off of. But you don't even know that because you think this is normal thinking. Yeah. Normal ways of seeing it, how it play out. Like you're the fueling it. You're fueling the illusion and you're making it come true. Yeah. So here's the thing is that our job when these images come through is to observe them and respond to them accordingly, not react to them. Our natural state of being is to be observant, not reactory. We're observers, not creators. Yeah. And so they have us again in that emotional space when they have you, when they are controlling your emotions, they know that they can trigger you to act and do things you would not normally do. And that's how you can see somebody that's like, I just got so overwhelmed with my emotion that I stabbed the person that I love so much. You know what I mean? Like, and they, the, and they don't even, when they come to reality, come back to reality and realize what they've done, they don't even understand how it even happened because it wasn't the reality and they weren't in control of themselves. And they help, they, they push this process of illusions in your mind by letting you see it in real life play out. That's where, well, that's kind of like where we're going with the, yeah, the we'll next go slide. Into that but one. like, for example, like for like, I'll just touch on one of them is like the movies. And I, I said this before, and I'll, again, repetitiveness means we go in depth. It means we're trying to get you to see it clear if you haven't seen it clear already. But for a movie, I mean, they, they're literally throwing like situations, like they make comedy movies off of like horrible with funny actors, one, but like it's the, the storyline that is makes no sense. Notice how in all the funny movies, everything goes to shit. Everything's always fucking up. Everyone's just always in chaos, but they, they twist it to make it funny. So the viewers watch it. And then what they're watching, all this chaos, all these people going to the bar, drinking, accidentally killing their boss, and they're making it into like a funny clip or getting too drunk they're like the hangover. You. The hangover, people get obliteratedly drunk in Vegas. They Mary strippers, cocaine, get into like drug lords, and they're making it funny so that when we go into our lives, we just we laugh think about that's it. normal. We laugh about it, and and don't, yeah, like you said, we don't think anything of it. And that gets into our subliminal mind. That goes to the frontal lobe. So when we get into real situations that cause problems that we're, that we caused ourselves, we flood our heads with all these possibilities of this could go wrong. This 
fuck, like, or I'm this- going to get hit by this drug, this drug dealer's going to come and find me, or fuck, like, I'm going to get into, someone's going to kill me. Like, you start seeing all the little clips in your head play out from all these subliminal messages in the movies that you're portraying and, and filtering into your own life. The, instead of the characters in the movie you're seeing, you're seeing yourself. And in the play out of whatever experience you're going on with, you take the, the people in your life and you put them in form them into your, uh, your own movie in your head and you see it play out based upon the plot of other movies playing out that, that you've seen. So it's not even a real memory or a, a vision you're seeing. You've just altered what they've shown you in real life and you're and formulating it, it. You're formulating it into that. It You're the main character. And this is how they get you the see things and act differently because they're throwing it in your face because mm-hmm. where else are you gonna would you honestly think some of the things that you think if you've never seen it? what was the conversation that we had oh the dough the dough or was it one of the p- things on instagram we got into an argument with somebody with a gay guy it was one other dude they the g-spot in a man is in the the butt is like right next to their uh their colon. Yeah. And the, the the whole thing was about how is putting a finger in your butt or the guy was like, yeah, we're having sex, but I'm, t- I'm worried if she sticks her finger in my butt, she's going to get poop on it. And we're just looking at each other like, why would you even want to put a finger in your butt? It's literally the exit. It's like meant for fecal matter to come out. And there's people on the post defending the claim that well, the, the, the male prostate is like considered the G spot. So like, actually, if you put a finger in their butt, it's, it's physically stimulating. We're like that just because you can do that doesn't mean you fucking do it. There's a moral line with this shit. You can go jump off of a building right now and splat on the ground, but is it a good idea? (laughs) But it's just, people are stupid and they, they defended this. And what was it that I was talking about right before that? Why I brought this up. I don't know. The, 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 the illusion people are playing out stupid things in their head, defending things that are not right. <sighs> Fuck, dude. I totally forgot where I was going with that. I don't know. I would help you pull it back, but I don't remember. Well, we freaking we, we got to like arguments. People just literally not even to arguments. It. it was just it wasn't even arguments. It, it was just we were laughing was, the whole yeah. time. But everybody thought we were triggered just because we have common sense and we were just not going to accept an illusion in our reality. And people get it might be illusions, yeah. Yeah, people get offended when you will not let them force feed you their bullshit. Yeah. And you have clarity in your life and you're just like, no, I'm not accepting this because I know deep in my soul this is not okay and it's not right. Yeah. So yeah, we had to explain that to people and we had psychologists come out and say like, this is how it's supposed to, I understand parts of this that you don't understand. We're like, yeah, but do you understand like moral lines and the, the soul and like the purpose of the human anatomy no, why it was created they, the way it was created? Like all these people only understand the level of what they learned outside of themselves yeah. and, and to a degree mm-hmm. what they learned inside themselves. But if if people don't have the clarity of what all this is and how it operates, then you can't find a real truth inside of you. Like you can't get to that space. God is the only one that can get you to the truth. Yep. The only one. And anything that we talk about on this is not to tell you anything other than to follow God. And 
we talk about in the class, we talk about how God operates so that you can more easily follow him, more easily align with him. But what he has planned for you, what he's saying to you, all the things that he needs you to do, all of that, that's all you between you and him. We are not here to tell you any of that. That is none of our business. That's just for you guys. That's your mission, not ours. It's free will. We're here so, to provide you information. What you do with it is up to you. Yeah. So anyway, your your present, this is where people get confused. Your present self, your real self is right there right now listening to these words. If you're listening right now, look around you. Look at everything that you can physically see and touch. That's all that exists in your present reality. That is all you should have your mind focused on because that's the only thing that you can actually tangibly grab hold of and do something with. All this other stuff that you guys literally torture yourself with in your mind, if you'll just take a second and when you get to that point, you're like feeling so upset inside, breathe, look around you, look at what you can physically touch and see and ask yourself, if any of those things are causing what you're going through, because if they're not, you immediately know it's an illusion. It's so not you're reality. You're making it up. So again, that's your emotional body that takes away. It'll take itself run away with you if you allow it to. And so when you're, when our self react, yeah. When our real self reacts to our imagination, instead of just observing it, we become blind to reality. So when I tell people you're blind, I'm not calling them a name. I'm not attacking them. I am literally telling you the default of your actions. That's it. Simple math. That's all I'm talking about. But they get defensive. Well, yeah, because people don't understand that I'm never attacking. I'm only speaking the utter obvious truth that God has shown. That's it. If you're blind, you're blind. And that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It just means you need to recognize your blindness so you can fix it. That's it. But people don't want to recognize it because they want to sustain the comfort level that they have. Nobody wants to change. It's not comfortable to change. That's why people don't do it. They like to stay in the same zone that they understand so they can at least know what to do and Hopefully the next the next day of the same things are just better than the next last. Yeah. So just hoping and praying on an illusion that just won't ever come true because I don't know. They look for outside stimulation. They go to the they they have sex the night before the girl what they picked up with at the bar like they're all like, "Yep, the next day is gonna be great because that yesterday was horrible." was a bad day, but because of that outside stimulation, uh, the next day is gonna be great. Even though it's the exact same thing, it's gonna be the great dude. Sorry, listening to these car horns and all this, I am so looking forward to our scenery that's about to be in our reality. <laughs> Not saying where or anything, but man, we're going to be in the middle of nowhere and no of this stuff, noise and everything. The most you're going to hear is birds and wildlife around Nature. us. All right, so the next slide we're going to go into real quick and end this because we have a workout session to get to and yep. you guys have lives to get back to. You know, your real reality. Yeah, that thing <laughs> that you live every day. <laughs> <laughs> that you're probably neglecting. <laughs> Anyways, so here's some of the ways that they program us to unconsciously emit those volatile frequencies that keep us in that bipolar state that I was talking about in the beginning. And those 
bipolar frequencies that they keep us in are what keep us disaligned because we keep reacting from those spaces instead of the, the truth. So they use TV. If you guys have a TV in your house, I dare you to get rid of it. Spend some time without all that background noise constantly in your head, keeping you from hearing yourself and knowing yourself. They do it with social media. You can, you guys can turn these things against, like you can flip them around and use them to your benefit when you know what they're doing. That's what I did. I was like, oh, okay, cool. You're using this to control me. All right, I'm going to flip it around and use it for myself. So like social media, a way for you to flip that around is to get rid of everybody that's constantly complaining in a victim mentality or constantly sharing things that are not morally righteous, things that are harmful to all of nature and yourself and all of existence. Move those things, quit following those people, quit allowing it and tolerating it into your mind because that's your mental diet. And then flip it around to things that are, you know, in order, get rid of your chaos, things that are efficient, get rid of your inefficiency, get people that are talking about how much they love life instead of people that are talking about how much they hate it. People that are sharing their knowledge and their wisdom instead of people that are complaining all the time about what they don't have or what they're lacking, like flip the script of the narrative that they're trying to feed you. Another one, mainstream media. Turn that shit off. Yes, that shit. It is literal shit. It's fucking garbage. Turn it off. Throw it in the trash. Don't go back to it. They are not giving you news. They're giving you propaganda. There is a difference. If you want news, go find real people that are talking about about real things and aren't getting paid to sit in front of a camera and force feed you their their bought and paid for propaganda. Want news? Just go outside and go look around. You want showing you things that are happening in the chaotic hell world. Yeah, and if you want news, look at your own behavior. Uh, that's breaking big, news. That's some big breaking news. <laughs> um, other ones are mainstream movies, as we talked about a minute ago. All the the Avengers, and it's not just the Avengers. Look at every movie they use these things. Music. Mainstream music again. Same thing. Same thing. Any TV show that exists. Now, here's the thing: you got to understand. In every industry, this is again. I'm going to say this a million times before, or no, I'm going to say it more than a million times before. <laughs> Discernment is the key. If you look into any industry, yes, there is corruption in every industry, but there is also God's children that He placed there inside of it to expose it to bring light to it all right so just because you can't just look at all tv shows or all movies or all music and just be like oh well it's that's it's you know they're programming us if you are aware of yourself you would be aware of what words are taking you into what dimension what thoughts are taking you into what dimension? So therefore, when you hear it coming from someone else, you can immediately identify what dimension they're trying to send you to. And you can go, nope, that goes in the trash or yes, bring that over here and let's enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with commercials, you know, advertisements. That stuff, <laughs> it'll get you to do things that you would have never done too. You standing in the aisle about to buy those cookies because of the wrapper, <laughs> what it says on it. 
<laughs> We've said this before, like 3% of the world actually buys something because of what is in it. Not because, and the rest buys it because of what it looks like and how it makes them feel. They don't care about what's in it, but later they care about how it makes them feel when they don't feel good, but they go, don't connect the dot that it was that that caused it. Go look at all the commercials for like children's cereal and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Like kids eat the shit. They the prey shit. upon our children. You guys better protect your kids. They, they, that's why it's easily marked. Go look at the biggest, in the biggest market for like YouTubers or ma massive corporations that they public that they promote to are kids. It's because there's so many of them and they're the ones that are sucking in all this information from the, from the, that their parents are not filtering because yeah. everybody has just gotten to this space where Go. we'll let them do whatever they want. And they, you want to be your, your kids friends instead of the guidance that, and that they need, they need an example. The, the highest paid YouTubers in the world or just vloggers in general promote to kids. That's their audience. Like literally like 10 to 17 years old or younger, like five to 13, like young kids. So yeah. I've seen like, for example, like the uh, Isaiah and Jeremiah, we have to like monitor some of the things that they watch on YouTube. We're, we're almost, we're about to take YouTube away because the shit they watch is just toxic. And so, but, sometimes but I see. they have like they it's not that okay they're smart enough to know what they're looking at so and what is games. stupid and what yeah. is not like isaiah comes to me yesterday and he's like mama i was just going into this video because he likes to watch things about how to build stuff on minecraft and stuff like that he doesn't yeah. go and just watch dumb stuff yeah, he, yeah. he but he was like i was trying to watch this video and then this ad came up on my phone and it was about covid and you know how everybody if you get a vaccine you can protect yourself and he's like mama it's all lies yeah. <laughs> he's nine years old <laughs> he knows but but it, what's crazy is that these people that they watch they upload a video and within like two hours they have half a million views already it's ridiculous how fast these gamers and i've watched some of the videos it's just utter stupidity Whoa, that was crazy. They put like sound effects, they zoom in, like they talk about dumb shit, like literally just stupid shit. Yeah, it's about games, but then they, they add in things that make no sense. It's the way they edit it. And half a million views in two hours. Mm -hmm. Like it's ridiculous how fast these people are getting ready. And these kids and these people that are making these YouTube videos get paid millions, millions to promote the content. And then these people get sponsors. And because these YouTubers are not thinking clearly, and they don't even know what they're, they're not doing. thinking about they the take impact. On, they take on these products from all these companies like Coca-Cola or Pepsi. Or, and they push it to the and kids. And they just push it because that's what's paying them. Mm -hmm. so, with, no, with no moral judgment behind it. Yeah. Like, can you, I'm not going to say this publicly, but the things that the, the opportunities that land in our lap <clears throat> that are straight out of a fucking movie. <laughs> you know the one recently I'm talking about. Like literally. <laughs> but as soon as we hear it, we're like, ooh, <laughs> hold the phone here. <laughs> um, no, we can't be involved in this. This is not in alignment with God whatsoever. We can't do this. Cool movie. And that's though. that yeah, cool movie. It would be a great story, but not at the same time. It does nothing for humanity. Yeah, it doesn't. And that's where most people don't they don't 
think about that and then they just act off of their personal monetary gain what they're getting right now because they can't even see or fathom what god could have in store for them if they would just turn all of that down yeah they could get way more but it shouldn't be about what you're getting more of it should be about you're doing what is right what is not not even i'm not even say right you're doing what is righteous for us all when you say no to Satan's lures and the false kingdom. Every time you turn it down, you help God's kingdom come up every single time. And if you want to get out of the suffering that so many of you are constantly complaining about how all these things are happening wrong in your life, well, don't you think that it's time that you do something about it and that thing be you? Yep. Do something about you because you are creating it. So why not fix it. you? It's 503. Yeah. I know. Great. My birthday. Anyway, I'm going to run through these last ones real yeah, quick. Just list them off. You guys know. So these. just again, these are just ways that they just pieces of the matrix examples of how they control you. So keeping going forward, medicine, that's another big one. Business, man. You just talked about corporations, how they, they manipulate. You your have to corrupt it to make a profit. It does not matter how genuine your intention is. The moment that it becomes profitable, it becomes corrupted away from God. Um, and that's not to say that you should not get paid for whatever you're doing. You that Nobody's saying that, so don't go there. Um, magazines. Water. I did, yeah, water. That's fluoride. One. If they toxify the fluoride. Or yeah, the they're, they're attacking your pineal gland in every direction. They don't want you to see. That's how you see reality. They don't want you to see. Medicine commercials, which we were talking about medicine, material desires, your lusts, and they place those in everything. Envy. Yeah. Diet. Fear propaganda going on heavy right now. Everybody's going to kill you. Everybody. <laughs> you're gonna if they had to promote a sickness. It's not really or a, a pandemic. Yeah. If it, it, had if it to was be... really a pandemic, you wouldn't need marketing for it. No, you would just know. Yeah. But yeah, they have to memes memes. There is a multi-billion dollar it, um, disinformation. Yeah, but they use memes against you because they know that's what that's what you are easily sharing out there. That's how they can get to you know you. what it is. It's because it's sarcasm. Mm -hmm. And that's the best way to wake somebody up is through sarcasm. Another one is environmental issues that, you know, global warming and humanitarian shit. Yeah. Drug wars. That's another one. The war, the war on drugs. We must <laughs> stop drugs, but they only made more drugs and pushed more drugs. <laughs> no, no they'll scream the war on drugs. And like you said, we must stop it while they have their teams of people running them across the fucking border at the same time. Putting them on cargo ships. Planes. Who do you think the biggest drug dealers are in the world? It's damn sure not the little people. CIA. Oh, sorry. <laughs> America. <laughs> All right, public schooling. That's another one that they use. They, man, they groom you so much in school to just sit down, shut up, take what you're told, and don't you talk back about it. It's prison for your mind. It's and then, your and then they, they got your parents so scared to stand up to the school and how it treats its children that you come home and the parent gets pissed off at you because, you know, you made them look bad or you, 
you didn't go along with the system and it made them feel uncomfortable that they even had to be in that situation because they never stood up for themselves. It's just a perpetuating cycle of bullshit. Yep. Another one is jobs. Like right after you leave the school, sit down, shut up. Don't do anything but what you're told. Go to nine to five. Nine to five. Sit down, shut up. Do what you're told. Don't question anything. Holidays. That's another one. Mindless zombies out there purchasing shit for a holiday and celebrating something that they told you it meant when in the in the reality of it, it means something completely different and it's very demonic and they don't want you to know about it. And they know that you're going to make them a, a hell of a lot of money and you're going to amplify their rituals and what they're doing every single time it's all it is and that same thing goes for super bowls and and grammy events and any kind of mass marketed event where people are coming to they use those as a as a siphoning of energy to give more power to the ritual and what they're doing and then the other one was wars and there's a lot more it's just these are just things to to get your mind to start thinking outside the box here and seeing things for what they really are. But anyway, that's where I'm going to end for today. And there's a lot more to go, but we're going to leave you on uh, that cliffhanger. <laughs> yep. So yeah, hope good. you want some more. <laughs> we got a lot more content. So we're going to start bringing people on too and having some good conversations either in yeah, person next, or next week we start yeah, doing the uh, bringing people on. Yeah. So be ready for those interviews. It's going to be spicy. Yeah. Oh, baby. All right. Deuces.